The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Allie Colbert Show. Welcome back to the Ali Colbert Show. Today on the podcast, I have HBO's F Boy Island star CJ Franco. We're talking all things fuckboys and love on the beach in the Cayman Islands. And we're doing questions, confessions, advice. It's a really fun episode. Give us a five star review if you're up for it. I would really appreciate it. Leave us a comment, subscribe. I'm excited for you to listen to it. Welcome to the Ali Colbert Show, and I'm joined by CJ Franco. Hi. Hi. How are you? First of all, I'm just thrilled to meet you. Me too. Because I've been following you on Instagram forever. I've been like uh, messaging you, and so I'm so excited to be here. We were talking on Instagram before your F Boy Island days. Yeah. Like just like Insta friends. Yeah, we were Insta friends. I, I love know. all your content. Thank you. You're like, you're so funny, and I love you. You have such a great sense of humor. Oh my God. And you then should once, come on every week. Once I got to like stalk you a little bit, I was like, oh my God, she's even cooler than I thought. Oh, so, you're so nice. So happy to be here. I'm so glad you're here. And I want to do like F Boy Island questions. Sure. But we also are going to do questions and confessions together. Okie dokie. So <laughs> I've had people write in with their secrets. They're going to look to us for some advice and we'll just, we'll go through and we'll just give them what we got. If that, does that intimidate you or does that sound fun to you? No, let's do it. It's good. Okay. So before we get into that, so you were on F Boy Island on HBO. For those of us who haven't seen the show, I've seen some of the show. Tell us what, what it's about. The premise is there's three women and 12 nice guys, 12 F boys. Right. And we're supposed to just try to organically find love. So it's kind of a social experiment as to what women are attracted to. And it's obviously the a toxic mess. Right. Because we live in LA. So you can tell it's not going to be good. Yeah. And yeah. And so they let us figure out who we liked. And then halfway through the show, they revealed who's a nice guy and who's an F boy. And then we get to decide if we can change that guy. So were you kind of spot on with your guesses or were you off? Are you, do you have a good F-boy radar or no? Oh, yeah. Oh my, yeah, I've been training. I mean, basically since birth, I've been training for this moment. Do you, you feel like you've dated a lot of douchebags? I've definitely dated, I, I mean, oh God, I wish I could tell you. Just, just Why can't you tell me? That's the whole point of being here. Oh tell my, me. Oh my gosh, horrible. Oh. The worst guys? Just like the worst you could imagine. Why is that? Why is it that the hottest girls always date the worst human beings imaginable? <laughs> Shouldn't you be with like the nicest, richest guy? <laughs> just for, I know you're listening. CJ looks like a fake person. She's so pretty. Oh you're gosh. an avatar, truly. <laughs> Am I not right, Marshall? It's like ridiculous. Thank and it's you. always the most gorgeous women who are like, I don't know, I'm attracted to this sewage puddle. I'm like, what? 
Well, okay. When I've been in LA for 10 years. Yeah. When I first got here, I was dating musicians. Okay. That's so, a horrible decision. One of my first boyfriends was like Scott Storch. Is that, that's a famous musician. Oh, it's, it's just, if you knew how bad this was, you would know why oh. I didn't want to say that. Oh my God. But it was like a learning, okay. I'll a learning to Google. Thing. You're going to be horrified. Oh, I can't you're, wait. You're going to like erase this whole podcast once no, you Google no, this. No, 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 no. And I basically, I, I had my experience dealing with guys that were just not great boyfriends, didn't treat women nicely. But I also have my gay dad mm-hmm. and his partner. I know you have a gay dad. I have a gay dad. I love that for you. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And so I also have always had a very real perspective of like how guys treat things and how men gaslight women and what they say to get what like, they want. My gay dad taught me that men can be bitchy queens. <laughs> <laughs> right? He did. He taught me. He taught me all the tricks. And so I'm like, I know what to look out for. And I know sometimes it's easy to ignore those red flags. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, well, this is a cool person to date or this could be something good for me or maybe it's going to lead somewhere. Right. And it's, if someone's mistreating you, it just never, you're never going to be in a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So you go onto FBoy Island and you're like, this is not my first rodeo. No. I can spot these tools yeah. Right. Yeah. So you go on there and you you hit the nail on the head. Did you did someone trick you and you're like, whoa, they totally played me? No. No, you got it. No, no one was fooling me with anything. No one fooled you with anything. That's so impressive. Did someone um, fool your your counterparts? I thought there was one other girl. There's two other girls. Okay. There's two other girls. There's Nakia and Sarah. Okay. And they they went into the show open to finding love, but they really wanted to end up with a nice guy. I went in and I was like, I haven't really been great at dating in the past. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm really going to give it like a good go. And what? I'm on this like reality dating show. Like, why not hook up with some hot guys? I don't know. That I think that's the way to do Have it. Have fun. You're not like, what are you doing going on a reality show being like, I'm looking for an amazing father to my oh. future children. Go on a reality show and look to get fingered on a beach. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Let's not mess around here. You that's know what, what I, mean? I wanted. And, <laughs> and I think that F-Boy Island, it was really good at not taking itself too seriously. But by the way, why are they not saying Fuckboy Island? Is that some legal thing? Oh, for sure. I think. But it's HBO. We shot it in, first of all, I didn't know the name of the show. Oh, okay. I did not know. They didn't tell us the name of the show until we were basically wrapped. I got oh, wow. a phone call from my ex-boyfriend. Oh, God. Um, who's a director. And he had a producer on a different project that was also in the Cayman Islands working on a show called Fuckboy Island. Oh. So he called me and he told me. And I was like, you just don't want me getting fingered on the beach or whatever. You don't want me living my best life. Yeah. And and then I got another call from David Spade who was like, oh, you're on Fuckboy Island. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh. I am on Fuckboy Island. Yeah. And he's like, do you know what the twist is? And I was like, there's, there's something more than that? And he goes, uh-huh. yeah, they're all homeless. Oh, my God. And I was like, I have to leave. I can't do this. Like, I'm open-minded, but... Yeah, you know, it was only goes so far. Yeah, they need to have a home. But you, I so the show ends. This is a spoiler. If you haven't seen the show and you're wanting to watch the end, by the way, it's not Lord of the Rings. Okay, so you can probably <laughs> listen to the podcast. You find love, didn't you? You found a relationship. We'll call it a relation thing. Am I wrong? Situationship, dude. I think Jared? love is like a really Jared. That I think that's his name. You th- oh, okay. That's where we're at with that's him. That's where we're at with him. Oh, and what? So what happened? It fizzled out. Can we talk about it? Yeah, I, I haven't really spoken about it. I was very optimistic. We got off the show. The other two girls chose fuckboys. I chose a nice guy. Okay, so and give yourself props for that. I I like guys that treat me well. I've been mistreated. I'm I'm too old for that. I yeah. can't I can't deal with that. And so 
The thing is, that's basically like a, a pressure cooker. And these guys have to be on their best behavior. As soon as we're out of there, they get to be their authentic, terrible selves. Right. You can imagine. He lives in Miami. I'm in LA. He lives in Miami. That's not going to be a thing. It's, it's, it was hard. Also, but, what nice boy lives in Miami? I'm no sorry. One. I've never met one nice human being that lives in the cocaine capital of the world. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So we did a, a long distance kind of inspired thing. You did? We tried. I love long distance inspired. Inspired. <laughs> Loosely long distance. I'm going to be, yeah, to be perfectly honest, I think it was long distance inspired. Yeah. And <laughs> he was acting like very single pretty much the whole time. Like well, I thought he was a nice guy. I ran to him at a party with two models. And I was like, you can't be at a party with two models unless you're Leonardo DiCaprio. He's not Leonardo I, DiCaprio. What the? So he was like, plant, were you exclusive? I mean, we came off. Fuck boy island. Right, right. So my, right. my it's not ironclad. No, but I'm just like, look, you live in Miami. Let's try to, you know, let's stay, let's stay in touch. <laughs> let's talk occasionally. And the bachelor ends in engagement. Fuckboy Island ends in staying in touch with someone who does drugs in Miami. That's <laughs> <laughs> an incredible show where romance is born. I mean, but I think honestly, I'm a really slow person in relationships. Like I really need to be friends with somebody and to trust them mm -hmm. before I can really let someone in and be vulnerable with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that I never got to that point where I was truly able to trust him and be vulnerable with him. And I didn't give him a lot to work with in all fairness. Like that guy, did, he he tried the best he could with what he was working with. Right. And he has other options. So I really don't blame him. But like me getting sent messages from other girls and the drama of it. And like, I don't need drama. Yeah, like I no. needed like a nice, cool person to be like my partner. And if you can't do that for me, then you you have no purpose. Right. You went into it for fun. You had some fun. I was optimistic. Fun. Yeah. I was so optimistic. That's totally, I think that's the best reality TV strategy to just play around with it and whatever happens, happens. Okay, but my runner-up just moved to LA yesterday. You're, oh, so, oh my God. Wait, so I saw this. <laughs> the runner-up is a nice guy. He's a nice, he was not a nice guy. He's a fuck boy, but he is, he's conformed. He's, no, does that even a thing, CJ? You've had enough years of experience. <laughs> That's what the show is saying. Are you able to rehab nice guys? If they want to. I think he's moving here from Ohio. So He's moving here from, okay. Anyone who's moving to LA from Ohio is not doing it to explore being kind to other people. <laughs> he's doing that to dip his D in as much pussy swans as he can. That's true. But, <laughs> but we say pussy swans. I don't know what I said. I'm pretty sure. Isn't there some rap, Nicki Minaj rap lyric about my, oh, my pussy's a lake? Oh, whatever. He wants to swim in my lake. Something. You know what I'm talking about. I love it. Everyone knew what I meant by that. But uh, yeah, you're right. I lost it on the technicalities. Why is he moving to LA from Ohio? He's done with the farm. He's done with the farm. Yeah, he's trying to deep dive in the lake. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I meant. I think he wants to be like a TikToker and he wants to, he's 24 or 25. He's or 24? Yeah. Wait, can, are we allowed to ask how old you are? I'm just, by the way, when I look at my phone, it's because I have stuff written down. I'm not like texting during our episode. That no. drives me nuts when you go to do someone's podcast and they're like on their phone doing TikTok. No, I just wrote down questions <laughs> for this. Can we ask how old you are? Oh, I'm 30. You're 30? Uh -huh. Why would you ever hook up with a 24-year-old? I mean, there's a few reasons, but. <laughs> yeah, tell me. I want to know them. I mean, look, okay. The uh, wisdom. I said this once and it's, it's now the title of an article and <laughs> my parents are like, why would you say that? And it's CJ Franco likes guys that are young, hot, and dumb. Uh -huh. And I think that there's something that is like really magical about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
There is. There's something just like, it's so fantasy. Like how fun. And like uh, being that age. How fun. When I, when I was 25, 24, I was like, I wanted to be taken seriously. I wanted to get some traction. I wasn't like just hooking up with people and, and, and having fun and in, in ho phase. No. Okay. You were serious. Mm-hmm. But seeing other people in their ho phase, I'm like, oh my God, great. Good for you. We can do this. And then I can leave and have a career. Okay, so you kind yeah. of, so it's an energy of not looking for something serious, but yeah. like knowing that they're just down to kind of play. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's like a lightness, so, I guess. So you're not looking for anything serious. Is that really the truth, or you're just not liking what's what's out there? So, I mean, like, are you someone who's wanting to get married and have children and stuff like that? I'm actually super conflicted about it. Okay, now. me too. I like really go back and forth because I'll tell you, I do want to have kids. Uh huh. I want to have like. Like a family, it sounds amazing. Yeah. But like the choices, I'm not stoked on my options. I just got off a dating show. There's 5,000 guys on the show, all picked for me. They weren't the best quality guys, but they were picked for me. Right. And if I can't make anything work out of that, I live in LA. Like, how am I supposed to get to that next step? Well, I don't know if F Boy Island is the perfect dating pool for, for that. I don't know if LA is the perfect dating pool for you that. You might have to leave the city. I might have to leave the city. Wait, where are you from originally? I'm from Santa Cruz. Uh, and are there nicer men there? No. <laughs> Have you tried it's like new- surfer bros? Oh, okay. Like surfer, like skater bros. It's like that, like toxic guy culture. Right. And the women are like, feel my boobs. Have you tried New York? I went to the Hamptons and <laughs> what? it was I such a disaster. I went to the Hamptons once. No, I was like, <laughs> I was just there. I actually was at Surf Lodge. So you were at, you're in the Hamptons and I'm, I'm surprised there were no gentlemen in the Hamptons. I'm joking. They were just kind of like waspy. Yeah. Uh, assholes. Yeah. And it's, I have never seen so much inbreeding. Oh my God. Inbreeding? That's yeah. what you feel? You feel that, it's like- That was the energy that I got. Right. Inbreeding energy. It was, it's royal monarchies from like mm-hmm. the 1600s where we're just trying to keep sort of like the J crew energy in the family. Yes. Okay. And I was like, this is not for me. Like, I don't know what I was thinking coming here, but this is not- Wow. This is not it. And what is your, so what is your dream guy? This is the guy that you have kids with. What is he doing? What is his job? I mean, he's really busy and he doesn't have time for me. He doesn't have time for you. No, he wishes he did though, but he's way too busy. Okay, so see, there is still a part of you that is attracting the fuckboy energy. Is is that that? I think it's some like boss energy. That you want someone to not have time for you? Ooh, boss girl. (laughs) Boss girl, he's too busy for me. Yes, queen. What are you talking about? That's 100% not that. Okay, well, see, this might be why I'm not ready for something. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, I, I see it's complicated. You want to have fun. You want to look for the right guy. You're trying to be not too naive about the whole process. Yeah. So th- are you on dating apps? No. You're not on dating apps. I don't think, I don't think I'm allowed to be on dating apps. Okay, Madonna. Yes, you can be on dating apps. You can be on Raya. Uh, no, I mean, from just coming off a, oh, the HBO dating show. You signed show. a contract that says no no Tinder for you? I don't know. Oh, that's a really interesting. Print that headline, TMZ. <laughs> CJ Franco's not allowed on Hinge. Okay, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on there. What Did you find being on a reality show where you're dating was like, could you be yourself when you're talking to these guys or were you performing? It was hard. To, I'm always myself, you know, like because I'm always performing. I'm never myself. <laughs> I'm I'm always like myself. Sometimes wow. I'm less present. It was just hard to get to anywhere deep with these guys because I don't. We were just interrupted. Just stop and go and stop and go and like right. whenever you're stopping and going, right? 
it's okay, okay, we're changing the cameras. Uh, don't talk about anything important. And like, okay, so I'm, I'm like, if you ask my fucking favorite color, I'm going to eliminate you. Do not Didn't ask Didn't someone me. do that? Dude, I'm sure I eliminated him. I think him. someone said on the first episode Ugh. with you, what is your favorite color? It's disgusting. It's horrible. Disgusting. Yeah, you're like, ew, purple. Don't talk to me again. Yeah, right? What Fuck is your favorite? Off. I'm joking. Um, oh, okay, this was, this was a question that I wanted to get to before we move to the confessions and things like that. A high level for people that are not as trained as you. How, what are the, th- the things you look for to spot a fuckboy? These, there's girls out there. Sorry, my nails are disgusting. There's girls out there. I'm looking at them because I peeled off gel that don't know how to spot a fuck boy. They find themselves trapped by these men's tricks. Mm. That's not going to fly for you. Mm. You know what you're doing. What are the tips to spotting a fuck boy? I just think anyone that doesn't make you feel good about yourself, if there's any reason that they're making you not feel like you're good enough or that you have to like change yourself or it's true that if they won't make the time, if they don't make you a priority. Right. If, if you ever have to compete with somebody else, yeah, like it's a fuck no. Right. I think a lot of girls are always asking questions about dating and they're like, he doesn't want to do this. And I don't know. What, it's like, even if he's a nice guy, if he's bringing up those feelings in you, he's not for you. No, no. You shouldn't be with someone that like, for some reason, you're, you're feeling all this self-doubt. You're like insecure. Yes. You need to be with somebody that brings out the best in you and enhances what you already have going on. Right. And besides anything that takes away from that is just going to slow you down. And I think as women, we're already like steps behind. Things are already so much harder. We have to deal with like stereotypes and we can't be too much and we can't be too sexy, but we can't be too, it's all these fucking rules that we're supposed to be living by. And at the same time being nice. And it's okay that someone doesn't treat us well. Yeah. And I think that we're kind of conditioned to accept being treated less than mm-hmm. and then to compete for that attention and to fight for that. And that's some weird fucking daddy issues yeah. that like a lot of us have. Yeah. And I refuse to show some dude my daddy issues. Like, okay, yes. No. Yeah. I don't have daddy issues. I have mommy issues. Do you, do you have, um? so you feel like you have no daddy issues or you feel like you worked through them? I feel like I've worked through them. I definitely did because I I grew up with my mom and I saw my dad like once a year. Mm -hmm. And then once I was like a teenager, him and his partner were like very stable and they brought me like around a lot more and they they just treated me like a little adult. And so I just really wanted to like fit in with them and they were the coolest people that I knew. And so I think I had to fight for that kind of attention with them. Yeah. But then as soon as I got some clout, they liked me a lot more. Oh my God. <laughs> they like your dad wanted you to have a credit. Yeah. They were like, come back to us when your reel is more extensive. I mean, like that's, that's, they that's sound it. incredible. <laughs> okay. We're going to go into some questions and confessions that people wrote in for CJ and I. I'm looking now. We'll start with this one. Hi, Allie and CJ. I'm going to propose this year to my girlfriend. Do you guys have any advice? You want to start that off? Oh my gosh. I love that there are people that are like planning a proposal. Oh my God. I think there's tons of people that are proposals. Yeah. And proposals are so, um, I think they're like, it, it can go in so extreme in one direction and so extreme in the other. Like I would never want someone who would propose on like a basketball big screen or you know what I can't stand? <laughs> I hate when people Wait, propose. If, if you say a flash mob, I'm going to leave. No, I, why you love flash mobs? Do you not like flash mobs? I'm sorry. Do you, I've never met someone who's passionate about a flash mob. I would love to be just a part of a flash mob. You want to be a part of a flash mob? Like I would go on Craigslist today. What? We can easily make that happen for you. Why is that a dream for you? I'm I'm so, just, are you an actress? 
Yeah. All right, so but, that maybe you want to be like the star or something? No, no, just no, to be you, like, the star of a show. No, just to be a background person. And if it was a part of someone's proposal, just to be a part of that moment, like a person walking in the street. Now suddenly I'm doing a little dance. Okay, you heard it here first. If you <laughs> want to propose to your girlfriend, CJ wants to dance in the background and be a part of that. As it an extra. Like, as an extra, she does not want the spotlight. She just wants to feel a part of an ensemble. Yes. <laughs> Really, yeah. really eye-opening. Good to know. It's my dream. That is too overwhelming for me. I would hate that. The same way that I would hate, like, I don't like when someone proposes and then the family is like right there. I no, think that's, that's a lot of so pressure. weird. It's you want to marry me and here's your family. We're all here together. Can't this be a moment between the two of you? I mean, do you feel anything about that? Or you're like, whatever, the family's involved. Me, my dads, my mom, everyone can be here. Oh God, all those people in one room. I, it's a lot, isn't it? And uh, the parents like pop out from like an armoire. They're like, we're here. We flew in for you. Congratulations, Barry. Just just be, your proposal should be like your relationship. If your relationship, you both are partiers or whatever it is, then yeah, if you want to propo- propose at Coachella while you're on Molly, that sounds like <laughs> it's for you. But if you're homebodies, <laughs> do a little Chinese takeout and put, it, put the ring in an egg roll. I no, mean, you need some pizzazz. You want someone choking on a ring in an egg roll? I just think the proposal should be should is like an extension of your relationship. Someone's going to have to get into that wedding dress, All eating right. egg rolls. All right, call me from your fucking flash mob <laughs> on the beach. What else do we have? Okay, I have known this girl for eight years. We've started to date long distance, but I still want to see other women. What do I do? Ugh. Ugh. I think that long distance is such a big commitment to be like half in it. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Long distance is a full-time nine-to-five job. If you're not in it, don't be in it. What a waste of time. I think people are afraid of being alone, too. I think you get— It's it's nice to have somebody when you're having a shit day. It's nice to be able to cry to somebody and have (laughs) a—someone to lean on. Yeah. That support is like— Someone uh, to text. Someone to say goodnight to. I know. I mean, I think everyone just craves that love, but you just suck so much time from somebody else. If you really want to be with somebody else, you want to date around, go fucking date around. Yeah. I mean, just be, just be open. But then. be true to yourself. Yeah. Be open. Like, it's talk. Like, we'll stay in touch. Do be, the, do the Love Island method. <laughs> yeah. The FYI <laughs> Island method. Love Island. Stay in touch. See other people. Hang out with models and clubs. Feel it out. Feel it out. Feel it out. I mean, I think before you take up all of someone's energy and time, at least like if you're if you're wanting to explore other things, make it so that they can explore the things because maybe they'll find someone that's more compatible. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Long distance is too much of an effort to not kind of really be on the same page. Okay. Ba-ba-ba. What do I do about my roommate who brings her loud ass friends over? I've mentioned it to her. She's not <laughs> getting it. What do I do? I can't move out. I got this. Okay. You do? Okay. Right, yeah. So I curious. used to do this when I would fight with my mom when I was like a teenager. Yeah. Let's hear. I, first of all, you need to know that I only speak English. Uh-huh. I would barricade the door. Yeah. And then at full volume of my little radio. Okay. I would play the Spanish station. Uh-huh. But like only on commercials, not actual music. Yeah. And then I would exit the window. Wow. You did that to your own mother? Yeah, I did. Whoa, that's dark. <laughs> and then you'd crawl out through a window? Yeah, I would leave. And would she just, what, what's going on there? Is she like breaking down the door? Is she no. looking for you? 
No, she was just like, why is this my life? <laughs> oh my God, that's awful. That's no, cruel. But what a great strategy. I mean, I'm just saying, if someone's being loud, maybe you could just be louder and so more you, obnoxious in a new way. Right, I Get see. Get creative. What, yeah, it, break, if you can't beat them, join them. Yes. Break them. Break them. What was your mom doing that was in, what, that was making you do that? Oh my God, probably nothing. I was yeah. probably just, I was a teenager, so I was probably just being really dramatic. Yeah, she was probably just like, I'm raising you alone, help me out. And you're like, listen to the Spanish station. <laughs> She's like, we don't speak Spanish. Yeah, I could see how like very loud, uncontrolled. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> okay. I fucked this guy and it was awful. The worst sex of my life. Should I tell him how really bad he is? No. Oh, you don't think so? What? Oh my God, how earth shattering. I know it's earth shattering, but the other thing is when you don't tell these guys, they just keep going having horrible sex with women and other women are the victims. Do you really want to make other women <laughs> the victims of this man's mis misshapen penis? I mean, when you put it like that, it's really hard to... I agree, like it's hard to tell someone that they're bad at sex, but you probably not seeing him again is information enough. Okay, but I, okay, because I was just talking to my friend about this. She, she's been dating this guy. She's, she's hilarious. Mm -hmm. She's really uh, dived in, she's div dove? Dove in the swamp. And <laughs> just, we're just speaking like, no, no words. She's a Christian lady now. She's a Christian she's lady. She's reinvented herself. She's all turtlenecked up and she's okay. meet, attracting the kind of men that want families. And like, it's interesting. And so interesting you should approach. hang out with her. Well, listen. Go to church with her. Well, listen. So yeah. she's been dating this guy for like two months. And they hook up and she's nothing worse has ever happened to me. Oh my God. She, and she just, she asked me, she's like, what do I do? I'm wow. like, God, you've already invested so much time. It sounds like a really great guy. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, well, do I tell him? What do I, you know? Yeah. And I was like, why don't you just keep at it? Because I think sometimes it's just awkward. The first time you hook up with somebody is just, you know, you're like, you're learning about each other. And also it's like kind of uncomfortable saying like, oh, like, I really, I really like this and I really don't like that. Or, you know, you have to like get to that point where you can be safe to tell somebody. Right. So CJ says, if you're having bad sex, keep having it. Continue. <laughs> Continue having terrible sex and, and, and tell me all about because it. Because it's uncomfortable <laughs> to speak up. So the best thing you can do is just keep taking that bad dick. I think work on it. I think if you like somebody, I think that you should try to work at it until you're comfortable to say, hey, let's try doing this. Right. But I, I don't know. I'm pretty nice. So I like to I like to give, give people the benefit of the doubt and give them time. I think that, well, it depends what you're looking to this guy for. Yeah. If it's a hookup, there's no need to phone him. No. And say, hey, I know that was a one night stand. It was the worst <laughs> one night of my life. I got some pointers for you. Right. We don't need to do that. But in the case of your friend, I could see wanting to kind of give constructive criticism or give some feedback there. I think it's all in the delivery. Yeah. So I wouldn't say... What would you say? How would you go about this? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for asking. I wouldn't say, <laughs> I wouldn't say don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. I would instead say things I want them to do. You would like make it sexy. No, I just I just wouldn't take a red pen and, and write X over the whole paper. Instead, I would give suggestions for what to include. So like, you know, I, I don't, whatever. I not, Instead of saying, I hate it when you do this, I'll just say, do this. At, people are so responsive when you spin things like that. If someone's too loud, well, instead of saying, I'm trying to think this through. If someone's too loud, instead of saying, can you lower your voice? You can just say, I really like it when you whisper. You see what I'm saying? This angling. 
of instruction is really helpful. Does this make sense? Yeah, you're manipulating them to do what you want. You're putting a fun, positive is that, spin. Is that called manipulation or is that called just getting ahead in life and being nice to people? Uh, it's, it's a good method. It's a good tactic to get what you want. I feel like you're good at getting what you want. You think that? Wow. Yeah, amazing. hell yeah. Wow. What are you basing that off of? Off of your career. My career? You think yes. I've, just, I've, manipulated my, I've manipulated my way no, to No, you're obviously very clever and you're good at Thank communicating you. and getting what you want. It's Thank not you. easy for women. It's not easy for women, but I'm my right arm has given out from all the hand jobs, actually. Has it? I've given so many hand jobs. I've had to switch to my, le- my left hand and I'm not a lefty. Well, I hear that's actually, it can feel good because it's more foreign. Oh, I've heard people are yeah. into that. Or if you put your hand the opposite direction. Oh, I've, I've heard people are into that. They think it's like some weird, oh, I love that it's your non-dominant hand yeah. jerking me off. Yeah, weird. So try that. Try <laughs> jerking him off with your non-dominant hand and the whole sexual experience <laughs> might be flipped. It could be interesting. It could be new. Another thing you could do is you could do role play where you're having sex with a virgin. And maybe you can say, pretend you're a virgin, pretend you have no idea what to do and then kind of coach him. Oh my God. You broke the code. Is that not you a, broke the fucking code? Is that not a good idea? That's such a good idea. I know. Oh my god! I just came up with it just now. <gasps> teach me for the first. Yes. Oh, teach well, me. I'll, I'll show you. That is such you a. You could take turns. That is such a good idea. Okay, we that's came really up with brilliant. It. If someone sucks at sex, tell them you want to role play taking their virginity, and tell yes. them everything you want them to do, and you pretend your experience. Hot, totally hot. That is fucking genius. It's great. Whoa, that was really that's good. That's actually really good. I know. I'm like, who? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I'm into that one. You, uh, <laughs> yeah. But again, that's someone that you're committed to kind of moving the needle with. Yeah. But yeah. we all want to bring each other up and make each other better people anyways. Oh, so preach, girl. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I love how you're just like talking about like sexual stuff. And then you drop these like Mother <laughs> Teresa bangers. You're like, and love is love. And I got fingered on that beach. So what was I going to say? Fuck. I just, had a, I just had a thought about that. Well, I remember when I used to hook up with dudes, which... I will hook up with dudes. So I'm I'm gay, but then once in a while I'll hook up with a dude because I'm like, oh, do I still hate you guys? I don't know why. It just happens to me. Do you still hate them? Do I still hate them? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I never like, I'm never like, oh my God, I think you guys are awesome. I never think that about men. Me I'll, neither. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I see men that I'm like, you're so sexy. Like you're very sexy. You have talent that makes you sexy or just a swag about you that I'm into. But then when I have to like look at their like hairy turkey ham thighs, I'm like, oh, you guys are disgusting. Yeah, the legs don't do it for me. The legs are gross. I don't think guys are like that pretty. So I, you I, think that they're ugly? I, yeah. You have, you've never hooked up with a girl? Is that not your thing at all? I mean, it's a little weird for me just because my dad's been gay my whole life. So you can't start being gay now. You haven't done it kind of long enough like dad. Well, it's like my grandma, I remember she said to me when I was like a kid, she was like, she's like, you know, if you like girls, that's okay. Okay, nice grandma. I was like, okay, cool. And she's like, do you like girls? And I was like, she's trying to get it out of you. I was like, I was like, I was like pretty asexual. I wasn't ever like into, I I was always kind of like standoffish about that kind of thing. Yeah. And so it it always felt like if I was hooking up with girls, that that would have to be like my thing. Otherwise it would be like, I'm stepping on my dad's toes. Oh my God. Do you still feel that way though? A little bit. Yeah. Wow. You shouldn't feel that way. I don't know how to get you to not feel that way, but that's a, that's probably not a good feeling. I, yeah, it's a little weird. I feel like if, if, I, if I'm going to do it, I need to fully do it. Oh, my God. Let go of the pressure. Truly. I'm not saying that I haven't done it. I'm just saying. That. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an amazing secret. What was I going to say, though? 
Okay, so I was going to say that when I was hooking up with those guys, I hooked up with this one guy in college and I wanted to make it work with him because he was um, rich. He was, <laughs> he was like rich and he had like a good way about him. And I was like, if I'm going to be with a guy, I'm going to be with a guy that has a good job and like just has his act together. Yeah, he's going to check all your boxes. Exactly. And I remember he kept, he was like, we've probably been on three dates. And I was at, I was at NYU at the time. He, had, he was older than me. He had graduated college. He was living in the city. He texted me to come over late at night. And I was like, oh, this is it. I'm going to, and I did that thing where you're like already in bed, but you're like, oh, I'm going to go like get out of bed and go like try and have sex with this person. These were my college days. I'm not like this anymore. I'm like totally such a relationship person. Well, right now. So I get out of bed, I go to this guy's house and I remember we started having sex and it was so awful. I was so not turned on that I literally, while he was inside of me said, I'm so sorry, I really want to go. And I called an Uber and left. And I remember he sent me a photo of a graph that like was going down. And he was like, that's how my night went. Cause I, I would imagine if you're a guy and you think you're like gonna get random sex at like midnight. And then the girl comes over, sits on your penis and calls a car. That's like the worst night ever. But I always look back on that and I think to myself, I'm so proud of myself for being like, I'm not into this and I'm not gonna sit through this to make you feel good about yourself. I, I do, I. What, you sit through it? No. You get up. Oh, God, no. If I'm not feeling something, I mean, I'm like, I'm straight up not having a good time. Yeah. Like, no, but I'm vocal. I say that. I'm like, I'm really not feeling this. I'm not having a good time. Like, just maybe like roll off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yes. care. I don't care. I, that's something that's like, no, you shouldn't sit through something that you're not into to make someone else. First of all, yeah. they have hands. They will survive. Yeah. There's other <laughs> methods. Like, yeah. it's not like a medical emergency. Oh, my God. I, I know. When men talk about blue balls, Ugh. like they need to go to the hospital, give me a break. Take your hand and jerk yourself off. If you want to make it feel good, use your left hand. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. I don't think that there's any... I think you, you can change your mind at any point in time. And I don't think... I don't think that has a lot to do with them because I think for women, it's more like you're more in your head. Right. I think guys are more like in the moment and thinking with their dicks or whatever. But a woman, you're in your head. And if your head's not in a good space, you're not feeling it like you're, you're roll off. That's horrible. If you're Get not in, there, ladies, if you are not into it, roll off. Yes. Roll off. Roll off. CJ, you're amazing. <laughs> you killed this. You're so fun to talk to. What are you up to now? Any fun projects coming up that you can tell us about? Yeah. No, it's super, it's super dope. I'm going to Costa Rica like next week with okay. the Chive. We're doing like their holiday Very fun. shoot. I don't know why we have to be in Costa Rica, but I'm so excited. Where in Costa Rica? Dude, you think I know where I'm going? Oh my God. I hope you're going to know Sara. <laughs> I've heard like the best thing. I don't even know. Okay. Whatever. I don't even Get know. on the plane, see where it drops off. But it's cool. They booked me out a day in Austin because I said I want to explore because I feel like there's better dudes in Austin. Okay. So they- People they, are loving Austin right now. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't agree with the, all their policies and, and that's a little dissuasive, but yeah. I, I want to check out the city and see what it, you know, so I have a day there and then I'm going to go shoot with them. I have a, a resort wear collection with this company, House of Pink Lemonade. Ooh. All these cute pieces I wore on the show are, and they they styled like all the, like a lot of the stuff for Sports Illustrated. It's a really cool company. And then, yeah, I got new reps. I mean. Where are you now? I'm with industry, industry entertainment for. Cool, good for you. For comedy and for acting, yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. So I'm stoked. And then my, my agent's here too, in this building. Your agent's in this building? Yeah. Oh my A3. God. Okay, well, listeners, if you want to say <laughs> hi to CJ's agent, come to this building. Come to this building. So are you 
it's CJ Franco or CJ Franco on Instagram? It's CJ Franco. On Instagram. And what are you on TikTok? Are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on, I'm, I'm struggling on TikTok, but I'm there. We can do a TikTok. Are you, are you, are you big on the TikTok? Like 90,000, maybe 80,000. Crushing it. Crushing it. No, see the, the TikTok algorithm, if you post like a few good ones, they'll, they'll take the whole channel by storm. Yeah? Yeah, we'll talk about it. You guys follow CJ, check out all of her stuff. Thank you for coming. This was so fun. Dude, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to meet you finally. Of course. Yes. So nice having you. 